Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week, we are talking about all the announcements from the Game Awards 2022. So we think all of the announcements, we hope, yeah. because by the yeah. time we're done with the podcast, hopefully they are the majority of the way through that show. Right. The one right. thing I am worried about is if there's like a, oh, and one more thing. And then oh, like, there's definitely going to be one more thing that we miss. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's going on as we speak. We, yeah. you know, used to... Um, you know, wait until the game awards were completely done before we would record this podcast right, and post right. it real late. But you know, we're older, wiser, and lazier now, so <laughs> we are not doing that. I, and uh, know, if there's a big one more thing at the end, you'll just have to wait till next week. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And, and you'll just have to like imagine us reacting this way. Here, we're gonna we're gonna do our like <laughs> big one more thing reactions. Because all right, three, two, one. <gasps> or. Okay. Yeah. Like, mm, Boo. <laughs> with a look of disgust and I, I love your just groan, you know. I, I just went straight for the like the the, the yeah. like in your yeah, face. You were like, like boo, straight up you know? animosity. Yeah. And I was more like mm, disgust. That's what it was. <laughs> which is which is funny because like in real life, like I, I you know, uh I, I it would take a lot for me to react that way. <laughs> but you put me, you know, in that spot where it's like <laughs> you put me in that a position. <laughs> yeah, you put me in a um, position to preemptively yeah. do it. I'm going to go all the way. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. It's going to be funny because like, we're going to take like a, a few minute break before we oh. actually oh, dive yes, into yes. the news. But not live. Like The listeners won't perceive that break. That's true. That's true. That's true. They won't. We're they not going to make them it. sit here for you know, it was two minutes with blank audio while we <laughs> listen to a bunch of trailers. Yeah, you're going to hear like the bleed from the headphone audio and it's just going to yeah. be like, ooh, oh. That would be really funny, actually. <laughs> the uh, but I was gonna say like there's already already a couple of uh, a couple of, of big things where I'm like, ooh, that's 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 very intriguing to me. So um, I'm very excited to uh, to dive into all that later. Yeah. But Chris, what have you been up to this week? Um. Oh man. Okay. So uh, I'm trying to think. Not a, not a ton. I've been watching some uh, you know Christmas Christmas movies. Watched Holiday Inn and White Christmas and. Um, uh, watched the holiday. Watched um, holidays a real good one, man. Yeah, I haven't watched Die Hard yet though. Um, I watched um, what was the other one I watched? Oh, Christmas Vacation, obviously. So, Chris, um, do, you, do you know hmm. the so so there are I, I keep getting advertised to on like you know social media platforms, whatever. Yeah, a a calendar that counts down to Christmas. You know how you like oh, do yeah. But like an advent calendar. It's the dude falling out of the uh, the building in. Die yes, Hard. it's Hans Gruber falling. Mm-hmm. I know. I, I saw that, and I'm like, this is really cool. <laughs> I, I every did day actually gets closer and closer to the bottom. Spoilers for Christmas. I did actually consider getting it for you for Christmas, but I didn't. Oh wow. So okay. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I mean, but this is the thing. Unless you gave it to me real early, exactly, it would be of zero use to me. Yeah. Unless until it, next unless year. It, unless it's universally applicable. I think it is. I think it just counts okay. like one through twenty-five. Okay. Like, okay. Or cool. counts so like twenty, like you know, all the way specific down. Specific to a certain year. Right. And so, like, yeah, that, but that's why I didn't was because I was like, I was like, but like, you get you open that on like you know on Christmas, and yeah. then you're like, oh, I, can't I can't use, use this for, for another three hundred and you know, yeah. <laughs> thirty days. <laughs> yeah. We um uh so last year one of my friends gave me a uh, a Lego advent calendar for Christmas and that was real fun. I loved that. Um. 
this year uh, we went to Trader Joe's, and Trader Joe's has advent calendars like chocolate and stuff like that, but they also have pet advent calendars, and so we got a advent calendar of cat treats for our cats. <laughs> have have and, there been some that they're like super into and some that they're not, or is it like, uh, you know? I mean, this is the funny thing. I mean, cats, you know, like, I mean, I guess all animals are, are picky about some things, but sure. cats are more notorious for being pretty picky. Um, one of our cats, she, keep, she keeps like uh, picking them up. She'll like suck on it for a second and then just like drop it. Yep. Um, yep. The the other ones will will eat them, but like they give them so many treats each day that I'm like, man, number one, your cat does not need this many treats. Uh, <laughs> number two, it's honestly enough for all three of them. Like there's mm. usually like there's usually like five to six treats in each day, and I'm like, holy moly, if they're all a calorie, like that's that's not. I mean, you shouldn't yeah. be giving your cat that many treats yeah, every day. I also wonder if maybe it's like they want you to have enough to where it's like, oh, yeah, you can tr- you can like save some back, like hold some back for like the next like if they don't like the next one, you know, I don't know. I, f- I feel like like holding some back, like not giving it all in one day is probably the intention there. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's awesome, though. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Chris, so advent calendars, I have been curious. Yeah. Do they go on sale like the week between Christmas and New Year's? Like, is this, a, like, is this a thing? Cause like, it doesn't necessarily matter to me that it's like the holiday season of opening this. Like, just get me like, you know, it's well, like, if I, if I find some on sales, like I'll just open them for the next 25 I days. Mean, <laughs> so, I mean, in my experience, I, I, I honestly, like, like the Lego ones, you know, I honestly, I, I'd be curious if you looked them up right now, if they were still available. Like, yeah, I think they, they only, I think they on purpose, produce mm. just a limited mm-hmm. amount of them and know that hey we're only going to sell a limited amount of them because they don't want to get stuck with inventory sure, after that sure yeah you don't want to have to put them on sale at the end yeah well like yeah. i've even noticed that you know the past uh two to three years with um christmas and halloween decorations like at target or uh walmart or lowe's or home depot like used to i mean you you know like we love halloween right and so but used to after halloween i would like I would just take a make a trip to all those places yep. and buy just a ton of Halloween decorations, fifty percent off. Mm-hmm. And um, this, the past like three years, uh, by the time we get done with um, Christmas or Halloween, uh, all the decorations are gone. Like I, I went to low, so we have a. So they're getting better. A, they're getting better at like reading well, the situation. I, I think, I, I, yeah, I think like it's less of that and more of like, I think before they were they were okay with having overstock at the at the end of yeah. the season and they would just discount it and they were okay with that rather than but it, like that takes you know you're willing at that point to you're like okay i'm i'm willing to sell these after the fact with a lower profit margin where i don't think that they're willing to do that as much anymore makes sense makes sense um but dude like we went to lowe's i guess it was monday because i uh part of our tree is it's a, like a pre-lit tree and the lights are out. Oh no! And on part on two sections, two sections only. And so I, w- I went to went to Lowe's to uh, grab some lights, and like they like basically completely out of lights. Like yeah, no, I no, found I, I get that. Yeah, I found some crumpled up boxes on the top of a shelf that looked like they got run up, ran over by a forklift or something. Mm. And uh, yeah, I tested them out. Two <laughs> like several of them didn't work, but I I got the two that did. Yeah, and so. About like it's like okay, everything's already on sale. Yeah, and 
it's almost all gone. Yeah, we uh, we grabbed like it was it was like time to retire some of our strands of lights uh, this year, and so we just got some or whatever. And hey, like, what do you I'll, mean time to retire? Well, like they were just like they're old, <laughs> oh. and they were all like it, it, like I, ch- I changed the fuses, I changed like some of the bulbs, and it's just like this just doesn't work anymore. You know what I mean? Um, and so like, and I was like, even if it like flickered on all of a sudden here, I feel like I'm not going to feel safe, like plugging this into my house. <laughs> um, and so it was time to get new lights, uh, on a couple strands. And so we same, same deal where I was like, okay, yeah, let's, let's try to find one around the area and, uh, and had to drive like a decent, like it was like maybe a, you know, 20 minute drive to get across town to like the one place that had like a couple strands of lights. So in inventory and uh and they, they worked great it's, it's awesome yeah yeah how long are you supposed to keep your lights i don't know that's a good question mm-hmm. um I mean, I like actually, after they, like, do, they, do they go bad after a while so the fuses will will go bad the bulbs well, yeah, will go but the, bad but and the wiring be, like so do, the, do, the do connectors, they become unsafe that's a good question i don't I mean, know I, I mean i know people who've had like the same lights for like 20 years yeah and it's like and i guess I'm, I'm just like curious why these weren't even like like none of the things that i did to them like solved the issue and like that's the part of it where it's like okay well we left like there was a year that we left up the tree like all year does it get dusty uh i mean no not really it didn't get dusty um but it did like whenever i turned it back on the night but that we like took it down or whatever like the lights some of the lights weren't working at that point and i was like hmm you know i don't know I, again I just like I at this point I was like I don't want to even think about like whether or not these <laughs> these the wiring and these things is still okay. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. After trying to fix it so so much, and so we just bought some new ones. But yeah, like I also was curious about the pre lit tree thing. Like, is that a thing? Like, what's busted about that? Like, is that a like a is it is it the plug? Uh, like, is it just a no, one of the bulbs? It's, yeah, I mean, no more. This is the thing. It's you, it's probably a bulb somewhere. Um, but the 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 problem with one with the pre lit and I, I dude I spent. Um, a ton of time trying to find the bulb that was out, mm. but like, it's so hard to follow the light strands in yeah, there. Yeah, because it, it's like it's kind of internally routed a little bit. Yeah, like, and and it's like, and I don't even know that I'm necessarily finding all of them because they're like, you know, on the bottom or top, and then you have to like, it's not like you can pull the strand off, go through all the lights, and then put it back on. Right. Like if it was right. that, I could definitely find it. Yeah. Um, I've done that. I've done that tons of times. Like this one, I can't like, I can't find the the light bulb that's off, and I'm like, I and I even I bought testers, and they don't really work the way that you know they're supposed to, and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's just it's a nightmare. So so I, so I just decided to replace it. <laughs> so okay, so here we go. I was looking up to see when you should replace your lights. Mm. Incandescent bulbs should be replaced every four to five, six years. But that's bulbs. Yeah, the LED, bulb, yeah. LED lights last for seven to seven, six or seven seasons. But that sounds like they're just saying they'll burn out after that. I right, guess there's that's no what safety I was thinking. problem with it. Hmm. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know if the strand is really the issue in that in that instance. It's just I couldn't fix them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, but dude, that's wild. Like, uh, so you got the, got the, yeah, got the, got the lights in the Christmas tree up. That's, that's, I feel like I did that this week as well. And that is enough of a feat for, for this week, Chris. Nice. Um, nice. But I did want to say something I did two weeks ago <laughs> that I oh, didn't yeah. talk about on this very podcast yet. Yeah. Um, and that is 
there was Elton John's final concert in the U.S. of A. Oh yeah, I haven't watched that yet. Streamed on on Disney Plus, and it is it was a fantastic concert. I absolutely loved it. It was a it was a blast to to watch. Um, I watched it live. There's like a, a short little pre-show that, that they played beforehand where they had like different artists and friends of friends of his and uh, and Elton and his husband. And they like talked about like, hey, what does it mean to for to have the, like this concert in this location? And so like it was at uh, Dodgers Stadium, which is like after the Beatles uh, played at Dodger Stadium and there was like a near riot uh, for the like the fans uh, back in like the 60s or whatever. They basically canceled all concerts at Dodger Stadium until Elton John played there in the uh, 70s. And Elton John, like whenever he played there, it was like he was like at the peak of his uh, his his career um, in that he had like, I think, four or five different albums on the top. 100 and so like billboard's top 100 and like uh and so anyway so like that being the final concert in the u.s was like you know it's kind of this this kind of like iconic thing and they like they interviewed him and he was like he he was like they were like oh how does this compare to to where you were at before and he's like man he's like where i was at before was miserable he's like i was i was miserable whenever i was here the first time because uh you know life wasn't wasn't going well he's like and he's like i've been clean for x number of years now he's like and so i'm i'm much happier now playing in dodger stadium now so it's just anyway the whole concert and the uh, the whole thing was just is a fantastic concert it's great music the band uh, is uh like a lot of members of his like classic band it's the same band that, that we saw him in nashville play with um and uh played a lot of songs like and i think that some of it was probably so he played there three nights in a row and I think some of the songs were probably pre-recorded. Like it said, uh, portions were pre-recorded. And this was the final night that they broadcast live. So I think they probably pulled in some footage and some songs from previous uh, nights. Which they usually do that. But you're, are you saying that there, uh, there was an audience not there? No, there was an audience there. Oh, like okay. all three nights. Okay, yeah, so yeah. yeah, I mean, that makes sense. I, I, I mean, you would want the, the, the best version of the performance right. to go on the... Stream. And all, yeah, and and also like just to fill gaps, like there was a, there was a you know uh, I don't know, I think there's like one outfit change or something like that in there, and I think yeah. they played you know played they made that probably shorter than it probably was in real you know real time for people who were there um, for the intermission or whatever. But yeah, it was a fantastic show. So everybody, if you if you know if you like Elton John, if you even like some of his songs, like there was like it's hit after hit after hit after hit, like it is jams all the way down. Um and uh and it was it was it was a blast to watch so that's awesome I'll have to check it out I've been meaning to I keep for, I honestly you know keep forgetting about it it um, is very long it's like three hours long <laughs> oh dang um, well, I mean his concert was when we saw him in Nashville it was really yeah. long too yeah and it, like it, it amazes me like the level at which he's like um, playing and singing for that long so yeah. It's a it's a fantastic fantastic uh, concert that if, if you're an Elton fan um, or a music fan at all you should you should check it out. So, um, I forgot to talk about one thing I've been up to, John. Hit me, Chris. Uh, and we can talk about it briefly, but dude, just been playing uh, Marvel Snap nonstop. It's the new so season good. just started. Yeah, I um, I've gotten to a point, dude. Like I love my deck. I should send it to you. Uh, I love my deck. I've been playing this deck where, um, so. Again, for people who don't know, Marvel Snap, card-playing game or deck-building game you know, um, in the Hearthstone kind of style, but, like, you you have to win different locations, and um, it's just it's, got, it's enough variety from Hearthstone and the other deck-building games that I like it, and it's it's fun. It doesn't require a ton of microtransactions to, lo- to level up and to keep going. Matches are quick. quick. Yeah, matches are, like, I mean, literally sometimes four minutes long. I know. It's great. Um, 
So I'll, t- I'll just briefly tell you, and then I'll have to send you the uh, thing. But I'm playing this uh, this version. You've probably seen people playing it with it, where uh, you have Wong, who le- makes all of your on-reveal um, uh, things happen twice. Yes. And I layer that with uh, the White Tiger, which, like, uh, duplicates it puts another like card so i can put two two white tigers Man. in another location and then i layer on odin which makes it happen again twice so it ends up like filling the entire board with white tigers yeah dude and the thing- and then i also put in there just like in case i don't pull those cards i put in black panther which like doubles the like it will double double the the power and then double it again Things like Spider Woman, which like you know, like uh, take down other power, and then uh, the Iron Art, which gives like a bunch of um, cards plus two power, and so you just layer those things, and you can just like you know, I mean, honestly, I, I was hitting some troubles at the end of last season, dude. Me with too. Some people. Yeah, I don't know what was going on, dude. I don't know. It just was. It was so hard to win. I yeah. didn't have Wong though, and anytime I, I ran up against somebody with Wong, I would basically be like, well, I guess I'm going to end up retreating this one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, like dude, very yeah, rarely last, was I was I winning last against last season. Wong. I was real pissed about like uh, not being able to like I I, I, I just got, I was stuck at like level f- in the forties mm-hmm. and I couldn't for the life of me could not win. But. Yeah, the funny thing is like okay, so they just introduced a cool mechanic where like okay, so for cards that you don't have in in the shop, they like for, it's it's, it, oh, it's yeah. currency that you pick up just at, and they gave you like three thousand to start with. It, they it's have so the hard token to earn shop it, though. And so basically, like they cycle through every eight hours a different card of the series that you don't have, and so it's like okay, it'll go all the way through like the the those cards and then repeat, right? And uh, and it'll go in a series and it'll repeat. And so if you don't have a card that you really really want, and you check it every eight hours or whatever, like you just look at it, open it up. Oh, that's not the one I want. Oh, that's not the one I want. Like eventually, the one you want is going to come up. And Chris, let me tell you, literally right now. Wong is in my oh, token Oh, nice, shop. dude. Is it, so, is it the original or is it a variant? No, it's the original. It's the base nice. card. Um, and you, so I'm getting it. I, I it's, it's done. Yeah. I'm going to have to build this deck. It? It's a thousand. It's a thousand oh, of those great. tokens, which is, you have like 3,000. I have like 1,500 now left Yeah. Um, because I picked up another one the other day that I was really looking forward to. So anyway, I uh, that's awesome. The deck I've been running with since I guess like earlier this week sometime is an Arnim Zola deck, which uh, which basically you it destroys a random friendly card from a location and puts duplicates on this on the other two locations. Oh wait, hang on, hang on. I think I literally just got that card earlier tonight. What's it called? Then I, it's Arnim Zola. It's a six, and it Arnim. is. A fantastic yeah. card to have. I know. I literally just got it earlier tonight. So that I, one paired with uh, Black Panther is the best combo I have ever encountered in this game. So, oh, really? Because Black Panther, whenever you oh, play Black it Panther, it doubles. It. You're right. Okay, and so, so once you play question. that one in a location I've, by itself, like you've left this location open until the very end of the game, you put Black yeah. Panther down, then you throw Arnim Zola on there, it eliminates it there and puts it on the other two locations, and those double again. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to create a deck that replaces my Hulk card with that. Yeah, so no or, less than like can... sixteen points on two, both of those those Black Panther cards. It is fantastic. It is a, gr- a great deck. <laughs> I feel like you really like, do have okay. to trick people though. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You uh, have to fake them out into thinking that they won on on uh, the two locations that you're playing cards, and then yeah. on like where, where as a latch stitch effort on turn five, you throw down the Black Panther, and <laughs> then on turn six, you throw down Aram Zola, and it's like, oh my gosh. 
Like, would you replace Hulk with that or not? Oh, man. I don't know. That's a hard call. So what, yeah. I, I, what I have going right now is I have, uh, I have Black Panther and Arnim Zola as one route to win. And I have Iron Man as another one paired with uh, Dracula and Death is in there. Mm. And Death is a cost nine card that, um, that goes down in cost whenever you destroy cards. And so if you're up against somebody that's destroying, you can like throw that out there uh, for like zero credits uh, at the end of a game. Or if you have the wave card... Um, she like allows you to reduce or put all the, the, the next on the next turn, all the cards cost four. So like the death, I could throw that out there on there. So anyway, this is getting really in the weeds of these strategies, but yeah. th- I have like three different routes to win with the deck that I have right now. And I feel mm. like that's a, that's a good way to go. You mentioned like you have multiple routes to win with your mm-hmm. deck. And it's like, I feel like that's what you kind of need is like, what if, yeah. what if the card that you, that is the hinge of your entire strategy doesn't ever come up. And it's like, well, yeah. you know, either you just don't win those or you got to have other strategies and uh and this deck i have like three strategies and it's fantastic so i'm gonna have to try your uh the because the the wong that's the card i've been waiting for i've been wanting yeah. that one yeah um so i'll have to send you a uh here's here's the last the one thing i will say so like i just i just did it and i was like okay i thought about whenever you any copy decks i hate that it doesn't copy your variants <laughs> I know, same. Like you have to go through and select all of your variants again. Yep. Because I have some cool fun. variants. I have a really cool Korg variant, and uh, and I have a I have a lot of Pixel variants as well. The Hulkbuster Pixel is great. <laughs> nice, nice. All right. Well, um, that's enough about what we've been up to. Before we get to uh, the announcements from the Game Awards, we have the pick of the week. All right, John, what's your pick of the week? My pick of the week this week is on is also on on Disney Plus. Um, but it is the Baymax shorts. It's 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 Baymax, like with an expl- exclamation point. Nice. And uh, there's like there's like eight of them, and they're they're shorts, and they're fantastic. I love Baymax. I love Big Hero Six. I love that world. I love that that San Francisco kind of mash of San Francisco and Tokyo, it, like that that take on that that world is just it's so good. Um, and uh, and those shorts are more of Baymax. Um, and you know Baymax offering you know help to people that that are that need it. He's just basically wandering around the city, and you know people like you know something happens, and he's like you know hello i'm baymax i heard you you know we're in pain and he you know does his baymax thing um and how people react to them it actually does have a through line story through the whole thing so like from episode one to episode eight it all kind of comes together in a culmination on uh on you know the final episode which is really cool and uh everybody should check it out it's it's a it, like i said it's really fun to just kind of put on and uh and have on and you know and watch so very light and uh, heartfelt throughout the whole thing. Nice. What is your pick of the week this week, Chris? All right. So my pick of the week is a. Uh, I, 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 tell me if I have done this already. Did I already talk about the the new Tolkien book that came out? This no. Okay. So um, the the past couple of years, there's been two books that have come out um, by J.R.R. Tolkien, edited by. Um, 
not Christopher Tolkien because Christopher Tolkien ta- passed away, I think, in 2020. Um, and so in 2021 and now 2022, there was a book, a couple books. One of them, I think last year's was, it was called like the, uh, um, it's like, it was basically the fauna and like the, the, the land, the world describing the world of Numenor, which is, uh, an island in the second age of middle earth. And, oh, you know, if you've watched, kind of, yeah. if you've watched the rings of power, you've gone to Numenor. Okay, great. So it, it describes the whole air, uh, place. Um, the new book uh, is called "The Fall of Numenor: Another Tales from the Second Age of Middle Earth," and it was kind of it's kind of cool what they what they've done with it. And so there is a a timeline in the appendix of the Lord of the Rings: Return of the King. Yep. yep. Um, that describes. Um, Dude, this is all so timely because Rings of Power, man. That's what it's called. I'm sure from. That's, no, I'm no, I'm, and, I, and I guarantee that's why they did it. Yeah. But they uh, they took that timeline and pieced together. Um, uh, so it was, it was the timeline of the Second Age in the ba- in the back, and they took that timeline and plugged in uh, the the events of that timeline. Love it. Um, into the book and pulled from like the Silmarillion and the histories of Middle Earth. So and, they pulled it from all these other um, locations they, and put it in a like 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 t- on a timeline, front to back, like correct. Uh, beginning to with, end. Story. With some commentary and like in the and not in commentary as in like. Um, you know, what do I think about this? But like, okay, here's, here's like, here's, here's a a timeline. And and then it's like, okay, here's a, a different explanation of the same events from this other location, like this other place. And so it's, it's, it adds some, some, a layer of depth to it. Christopher Tolkien's stuff had commentary, but I feel like he, he tended not to overuse that except for in places where the stories like didn't necessarily make sense without it. Like the unfinished deals. It didn't line up. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so, well, and, and he did a good, like, they, they're, they're abiding by some of his rules where it's like, okay, names that you find in places and things that you find in previous manuscripts, if they are different than what end up being published in um, J.R.R.'s books, they're corrected to those new things and that kind right, of stuff. Right. And so, yeah. um, but so far, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a few chapters in and I'm really enjoying it. Like, honestly, uh, I, um, I don't know. It's making me want to go back and reread some more, like some of the old uh, uh, J.R.R. Tolkien books again. And Dude, I love uh, it. yeah, I mean, like there's been things recently. I mean, Christopher Tolkien released his last like three books, and I think, and I believe he edited. I can't remember if it was him or if he worked with someone else on like J.R.R.'s versions of King Arthur and stuff like that. Um, but uh, like. More so than even those books, this one's making me be like, okay, like I I want to go back and reread some of the the Lord of the Rings and the Silmarillion again and all that kind of stuff. So, um, but anyway, you should check it out if you're interested. Um, it's uh, the Fall of Numenor and other tales from the Second Age of Middle Earth. Also, watch Rings of Power because <laughs> apparently, <laughs> <laughs> apparently they uh, are very very like they're the. Yeah, it's 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 good. I'm 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 into it. I'm also very much now wondering if I need to read this book. Like how how so like from a uh, from a reading perspective, like how yeah. dense is uh, it's is not this? as dense as you would think. Um, it's not as because, dense as like because, the Silmarillion. No, because okay. of the explanations and that good. type of okay. thing. What like you're um it, uh, so you can do you can do this is what I would suggest if you're unsure. Is um, download it for free. Download the uh, the um, I forget how the what, how they word it, but the sample. The first on, couple chapters, yeah, yeah, first few chapters on Kindle, 
and read right. it on you know, like your Kindle app or something like that on your phone or on a Kindle if you have a Kindle. Um, I'm reading it on the Kindle, and I but I also bought a hardback book version because uh, the only thing that I miss in the digital version is the maps, mm. and it's hard to flip back and forth between the maps yep. and what you're reading yep. on the digital version. Yep. Um, and so that's the only like frustration with the Maps digital and version. illustrations are not good in Kindle or Apple Books. Like no. it's yeah. I mean, it's just it's real clunky and terrible. Like honestly, like I mean, now I just thought of this. I'm like, I should just take a screenshot of it and yeah. flip back and forth between apps. Like that would probably be easier than what happens. Right. But right. um, well, I, I guess it, I can take a screenshot on my Kindle. It frustrates me to no end, like how bad uh some of the like the like so these some Star Wars books that I read sometimes they'll have like one illustration like in the middle of like a epic chapter. You know how it is. Like where it's like, oh yeah, there's like a picture in the middle page of the book or whatever, right? And yeah. like it, whenever that pops up, I'm always just like, oh my goodness, <laughs> this like why is this interface so bad <laughs> on a yeah. phone? Yeah. Um, Comicsology is really honestly the only thing that I feel like has gotten that right. And then they updated their app, and it's not as good anymore because Apple like or Amazon updated the Comicsology kind of app. So anyway, uh, all that being said, that's awesome, Chris. I uh, I am going to do download the uh, the sample and try it out. Yeah. Uh, Man, I love Lord of the Rings. Yeah, there's also a, um, and I noticed this uh, this the other day, um, that they, uh, so last year they released that, I don't know if you ever got it, um, I think we talked about it, but uh, they, were, they released a, a new illustrated edition of the Lord of the Rings. Yep, and they I just got that. Uh, they just released an illustrated edition of the Silmarillion this Ooh. year. And it's, it's got the same kind of like cover. Not It's not the same color, but it's got the same kind of like script around it. It's by the same publisher. I dig um, it. They also have that illustrated version of The Hobbit by the same publisher, but it doesn't match yeah, it doesn't those two. Same. Yeah, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm like, it's making me honestly want to like, okay, I want to pick that up now, you mm-hmm. know, and like go back and reread that. So anyway, Very I'm cool, having dude. fun with it. Very cool. Um, well, my pick of the week was the Baymax. Because it has an exclamation point at the end. Uh, shorts on Disney Plus, which there are two like Baymax ish type of, of ones. This is the more recent of the uh, of the the, the Baymax um, shorts on Disney Plus. Um, and then your pick of the week is the Fall of Numenor and other tales from the Second Age of Middle Earth. All right, John. So uh, wait, hang on. We need a short pause. break. Yeah, we'll be back <laughs> after the short break. And we're back from our break. Perceived to be nothing, no break for anyone else. But, no, but it was a pretty I. long break for us. It was pretty long. Like there's, uh, there seems to be a lot of uh, a lot of stuff to dig into here. Yep. Where do you want to start? Um, let me look here. Okay, so I want, let's just start with uh, at least what's at the top. This is we're reading from uh, uh, IGN article, the Game Awards 2022, everything announced. Um, there's. Uh, trailers in here and stuff like that by Adam Bankhurst. Um, let's just stop at start at the top with Hades two. Hades two. Announced. You played the first Hades. I still haven't played Hades. Dude, it's on Game Pass. Have. It's so good. Nice. It's on Game I think Pass. Actually, I think it's about to leave Game Pass. Is it really? You need to try yeah. it. You need to try it before you go. It leaves Game Pass. Um, it is uh, probably the best like. One of the best action games I've played in my lifetime. So, like, it's, it's so tight, and the fact that, like, each of the different weapons um, affords a different style of gameplay, it, it's it's so good. And the story is really good, and so it feels like it's a roguelike, but you feel like every time you die, it's not that big of a deal because you get to experience more of the story. 
and that's a good thing. So it's like you're rewarded for losing, and then you eventually like climb that hill to where you finish the game. Um, and it's uh, and it's a blast to do so. Um, Hades 2, I have no idea what this trailer is. It's a gorgeous trailer. The uh, the animation is amazing. Like Obviously, the gameplay looks really good at the end. There's some gameplay at the, t- at the tail end. I'm very, very excited. No idea what the story is going to be like on this one because uh, it seems like we're, we're, we're almost like doing the opposite of rather than breaking out of, uh, of, of Hades or out of, out of uh, the underworld, we're breaking into the underworld. <laughs> That's always how they like. reverse it to you um, for you. Yeah, it's, I, so I'm I'm down. I'm I'm super down. So let's uh, let's do this. Let's go. Nice. Um, any th- other thoughts than that? No, no. All right. Because I haven't played this game. All right. Second one is uh, Ken Levine's next game. Ken Levine, the uh, creator of the Bioshock series, uh, next game called Judas finally revealed. It looks amazing. It look. I mean, it honestly, looks like it looks like Bioshock in space, um, with some twists. I did not expect his next game to look as Bioshocky as this. I know, um, but, because, I, like, but I'm he, not bad about it. No, no, not at all. Because like he, but he left, because uh, like left, uh, and he was like, oh, "I'm going to do some different things," you know. And then it's been so long. Yeah, I, and then like, like it's I, like, okay, well, how different is this? You know, well, I'd, I'd have to go back and see. I don't know that he necessarily because he left to start his own studio. I think right. he didn't want to work for 2K anymore and like have to like. If I, I, I don't think he was super happy with Bioshock Two. He didn't. His team didn't make it. Like you know, I mean, I think he wanted control over his IP, is what I remember. Um, and they're they've had some stops and starts with their projects. Um, I don't know how he's got been funded the past what ten years at least. I mean, yeah, yeah, I, and it's been at least that long, right? Since Infinite, because yeah, it was shortly after Infinite that like that uh, Ken Levine left. Um, because there was also that Vita uh, tactical Bioshock game that he like talked about at some point, um, and uh, but I don't that that, that got, came out like right didn't it? No, it never came out. Two um, K mm. never released it. Um, I'm not sure if it actually existed. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. Like, initial release date uh, March 26, 2013. So yeah. it'll be ten years um, to the day almost when the new game comes out. If it comes out in uh, 2023, cool. Cool. I mean, that's, yeah, that's, and, and so it'll be, uh, you know, that, that honestly for a whole studio to start up, develop like an idea and an I, a new IP and then like go for it. It feels like that, that honestly, from what we have, you know, found about like AAA game development these days, like that seems about right, honestly. So, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm very excited for it. It looks really cool. It looks like appropriately like creepy but also kind of comical in, in some some places so like that feels very very bioshocky in that in that way so um i know i like i'm this is the thing i'm i'm here for it uh i like i've i've wanted 2k to do something with bioshock but then i've always wondered like okay could they really pull off a bioshock without ken but this looks sure. like this is going to scratch that itch for me so yeah. i'm pumped about it and, I, and my thing is, I think they will because, like, even like uh, Bioshock Two, there's supposedly some DLC, like in in uh, Bioshock Two, one of the one of the DLCs there that like Bioshock fans like hold up there, like revere it, uh, the way that they talk about Bioshock One. And so, like, you know, it's uh, I think that it's possible to do with um, with yeah, out 
you know the the creator the original creator but like it becomes harder because like all honestly i think that the uh, that dlc was developed by the firewatch developer who now was purchased by valve so <laughs> so i don't know that yeah i don't know if any of the original team exists uh at 2k anymore yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it's like, what is what they've talked about? Like, yeah, we have a new, another Bioshock in development, but we don't know like what that will be like or to what form that will take whenever it finally does take a, take shape. So, um, so this is like, this looks really good. I'm, I'm very into it. Yeah. Uh, the next game they announced or the next game on the list at least is Death Stranding 2, which, uh, I'm actually surprised by, Yeah. but, uh, yeah, like it's, it's coming, um, I didn't play the first one, so the the trailer made even less sense than the first trailer did for me. Yeah. But the this trailer, it there's there's a lot in there that after having played like the first you know five six hours of the uh, of Death Stranding one, there's a lot in there where I'm like ah cool you know whatever. Um, little bit of spoilerage uh, in there, so if you care about Death Stranding spoilers, you can skip. But uh, the main character is still alive. <laughs> So I haven't finished the first game, so it's like I didn't know. Like, oh, does does uh does does the main character survive? But it, obviously he does. So um, we uh you know because we see we see them there at the end standing on the edge of, <laughs> edge of that platform, um and uh, yeah I'm I'm into it. I enjoyed like the the kind of fiddly mechanics of the first one, where it's like okay, it's you're basically just a little like a, a post apocalyptic delivery person, like mail person. <laughs> and uh just run around this world and uh, there's some cool mechanics where you share resources and whenever you build a bridge uh it appears in other people's worlds and whenever they use that bridge you get currency and then whenever you like use someone else's bridge uh they get kind of currency and stuff so like xp and stuff so it's a uh, it's a very interesting interesting concept for the game so i'm excited yeah. to see what happens with the second one yeah um, i want to go back to uh to the to ken levine's game real quick i want to read this it's about a. Uh, this is from a press release, I guess. Uh, a disintegrating starship, a desperate escape plan. You are the mysterious and troubled Judas. Your only hope for survival is to make or break alliances with your worst enemies. Will you work together to fix what you broke, or will you leave it to burn? Interesting. It implies choices uh, mm-hmm. are going to be very important throughout the game, which yeah. I guess Bioshock kind of had that element to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, especially Bioshock Stock Infinite. I mean, you could make choices yeah. in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, the next one, Star Wars Jedi Survivor has a new trailer and confirms a March release date. This looks awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the story picks up five years after the original, and uh, Cal has become a stronger, more powerful Jedi Knight. Unfortunately, the Empire has grown stronger as well. Uh, I sent you a link. There's a uh, cool collector's edition with a hilt of his um, lightsaber, Cal's lightsaber, that you can buy from Limited Run Games. It will accept... Uh, blades from Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Like, so the fact that didn't it's they the have same one. Cal's hilt at Galaxy's Edge anyway? They do, they do. So, um, what is special about this? Don't know. I mean, maybe maybe a different version of it. Okay. Um, like he may have, you know, there might be because like the the version that Cal has had at Galaxy's Edge, you can buy or whatever. Like it, it's like his from the first game. So they, if he's made any updates in the five years, you know, you look at like. Um, Ahsoka's uh, lightsabers or whatever, like there are like three or four different versions that they have at Galaxy's mm. Edge on any given day or time, because um, they cycle through that that stock. Like there's people, like there's a somebody I follow um, that goes in like pretty frequently and posts like, hey, here's what they had today, um, mm. and so you can kind of f- figure out like whether you know what they have in stock on any given day. So, 
Can you buy this stuff online or no? Uh, good question from from Disney. Like probably not from Shop Disney. Um, so probably not. Interesting. interesting but you could probably get it secondhand. I'm sure. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Uh, the next game on the list: Diablo Four arrives in June. Um, I, I, fun facts, John, and I haven't talked about this on the uh, on the podcast yet. But I uh, I I bought um, Diablo two and three on sale a few weeks back. It was super cheap, and uh, uh, started playing through Diablo two. Nice and Diablo so, two started there. Yeah, I mean, I decided to, I wanted to start with a storyline. I you know I haven't reached a point where it's like unbelievably hard yet. So I might you know I'll see what happens when I hit that. But um, so far I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I'm not you know I've heard nothing like you know Diablo three is way easier, way more like welcoming to newcomers and stuff like that. So I'll, I'll see what happens. But what I didn't want to do was play Diablo 3, get spoiled, and try to go back to Diablo 2. So I Makes figured sense. I might as well Makes just start sense. with that one. Yeah. Um, so that comes in June next year. Street Fighter 6 uh, gets a June 2nd, 2023 release date. Um, so the next game, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League, includes Kevin Conroy and uh, has a new release date. Nice, I dig it. Kevin Conroy, voice of Batman. Yep, he 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 confirms it's confirmed that he voiced Batman in that game. So that's Freaking pretty cool. Uh, Tekken Eight uh, has another game trailer. Um, okay, here's one I want to talk about. Celeste's creator uh, has a new game called Earthblade. Yeah, Earthblade looks like a looks like a platformer. Um, yeah, so this is from uh, Extremely OK Games uh, Limited, um, and uh, they, they are known for um, super tight platforming games. So the first game they, uh, they had was called Towerfall. It's like a, uh, a multiplayer uh, bow combat game platformer. And then the next game was Celeste, uh, my favorite game of all time. And then this kind of looks like it combines a lot of the kind of large-scale world platforming because it, like, scrolls way all across this whole world. And, uh, and it combines that platforming with um, combat mechanics, which is really cool, and uh, obviously lots of gorgeous pixel art. Um, so I'm very excited about it, man. The uh, the next game is Hellboy. No, sorry, Bayonetta Origins. Serza and the Lost Demon was announced. It's coming in October. No, it's a spinoff that will release March 17, twenty three. Yeah, the last game in the series came out in October. Yep. yep. Hellboy is getting a video game adaptation. Um, it's coming out at some point. It's a roguelike trailer- action adventure. Like the the art style looks cool, but like the trailer, like it's it, this one's gonna come down to like okay, how does it feel to play? Because it didn't look like it particularly felt uh, impactful uh, in that trailer. Um, it kind of seemed like floaty or like it's like oh, I don't know. So we'll see. I, I do love the art style, um, but we'll see. And I, I, I like like the world of Hellboy, but uh, but we'll we'll see how that, this one shapes up. Yeah. Um, Last of Us Part One. Has a PC release date set for March. Uh, Returnal announced for PC. It was originally, I guess, going to come to PlayStation only. Yeah, both of or... those games are PlayStation exclusives uh, coming to PC. So PlayStation is bringing out their things to PC uh, actually more um, like sooner after launch than they ever have before, which is uh, which is cool. 
Baldur's Gate 3 has a release window of August 2023. Four spoken demos on available now on PlayStation Network. Uh, single player that magic. Seemed intriguing to me. Forspoken, like the original trailer that they they uh, they had, like seemed interesting. Like seemed like the yep. combat could be cool. So there's a game called Immortals of Avium, a single player magic shooter, whatever the heck that means. Um, is uh, it's it's coming from a group of developers that have previously worked on Dead Space, Halo, and Bioshock. Um, platformer After Us announced at the Game Awards. Um, the art looks pretty cool in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, replaced. It's a retro-futuristic platformer. Has received a trailer at the Game Awards. Um, it takes place in 1980s America. It takes players to a trailer park, a rundown city, a lab, and more. Vampire Survivors is now available on mobile. Dead Cells, Return to Castlevania DLC, arriving next year. You played Dead Cells, didn't you? Dude, Dead Cells is real good, and it's very, very, very influenced by old Castlevania games. Nice. And so this is like uh, the perfect kind of crossover there. Also, cool. interesting that Konami is uh, licensing out uh, Castlevania to the Dead Cells people. So it's like, well, maybe there are back in the video game business. Uh, Valiant Hearts. Coming home is headed to mobile devices soon. The trailer doesn't really, I mean, it kind of just, I feel like it just like reintroduces you to two characters. Yeah. I, and well, a couple well, new I think ones, most I think. of them, yeah, like a couple, a couple new ones, but a couple old ones, either that or they're like blanket, just like straight up copies of the characters from Valiant Hearts 1. I mean, Valiant Hearts 1 was one of my favorite games. I'm just having trouble remembering like the specifics of the characters. No, definitely at least three of those characters, or maybe it's only two, are, are straight from the first game. Okay. Um, okay. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm pumped about that. Kind of continues their stories. Which that is seems cool. to be it. it's still going on, right? It's still uh, still happening. Yeah, it looks like it's still happening. Yeah, so. still still rolling. They will be going for another couple hours, I'm sure. Um, refreshing just to see if there's anything else new that they threw in here. Um, uh, I did want to cycle back to. Um, oh well, yeah, there's there's new stuff here. Oh, there's new stuff. Tra- oh, Transformers Reactivate. I, what was that? Go ahead. Reactive, not reactivate. It reactivate, yeah. Transformers reactivate. Re- Why can't I say that word? Reactivate. <laughs> I said reactivate. I said reactivate. It's reactivate. Is an online action game coming uh, developed by Splash Damage. Um, Gearbox sure announces not, Remnant Two. Are you sure it's not reactivate? Oh my goodness. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? Um, I did want to cycle back to uh, to Vampire Survivals being on mobile. Uh, that is a game that I've been wanting to try, um, but uh, I, I will give it a try on mobile. That'll be fun. Um, yeah. So that's that seems to be the the news. Next next week we'll talk about the winners from uh, Game Awards um, and uh, any any follow up news that we need to uh, talk about. Any one more things. That they uh, that they bring out. I mean, there's usually some kind of big reveal, but it's not often. Like I feel like there's there's bigger there's some pretty big reveals here. So if they're gonna do something bigger mm-hmm. than some of these, mm-hmm. um, that's pretty uh, exciting. Well, are we getting it all out of way early this year, or do we have like something that's real like you know, real great like loaded in at the for that like last last lever to pull, you know? Yeah. All right, you can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com on social at chrisright250. And johnwright777. And at stayontargetpod. Please go to your podcast service of choice, review us, tell your friends about us. We really appreciate it. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay Stay on on Target. Target.